This is Raspberry Lemonade, the Arnold Palmer of podcasts, a refreshing dive into the stories of industry professionals, both sweet and sour. And now your host, Mr. Levi. Welcome back to another episode of Raspberry Lemonade. Today we have an amazing guest. We have Dexter from all the way in San Diego. Thank you for making that drive. SD, absolutely. Yeah, I get, man, I got you, man. Raspberry Lemonade, come on now. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the conversation. Um, you know, the way that we were connected was through Brendan Boyd, yep. which I don't know if you've had the chance to check out the episode on Raspberry Lemonade, but he dropped like some huge gems. Yeah, I seen I seen parts of his. Yeah. Yep. And like just his stuff, he really drops a lot of value. So, um, you know, I trust anyone that he refers to come on the show, and looking forward to like learning what what it is you do exactly. Because I, I saw on your kind of roster, you, you there was quite a bit on there. Yeah. So, uh, is that would you like to tell us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> would you like to tell us like what what is it that you do or what? Yeah, let's start there. Yeah, so I run a digital marketing agency in San Diego, California, and we specialize in uh, search engine optimization. Um, we help local businesses uh, get ranked on Google. We help them get more visibility, um, ultimately, so they can drive more traffic to their business and, uh, and grow. And uh, that's something I've been doing for about almost three years going on now, uh, about two and a half years. Um, but then I also have a coaching program where I teach people how to break into information technology. My background is in uh, information technology and tech. I'm a systems administrator by trade. And uh, what we do in the coaching program is, you know, we teach people how to start in the industry, break in, and then ultimately help them, um, uh, you know, level up their career uh, so they can make more money uh, and achieve financial, financial freedom. There you go. Uh, information technology, for those wondering, yes, that is IT. Yes, tech. I learned that with yeah. episode three, that guest on, on that episode, we talked a little bit of, uh, of that industry. Okay. It's, it's huge, man. Like there's so many, I didn't realize like there's so many different kind of uh, branches that come out of like just IT, right? Absolutely. So yeah. In, in your case, it's on the software side then, or what, what, what do you focus on? So I'm more on the, what people kind of would consider the server side or uh, infrastructure. Um, gotcha. I'm not somebody that sits on a, um, a IDE or a programming uh, a software that programs all day. That's not what I do. Um, although I do, uh, you know, I do light scripting. I do a little bit of programming for tasks that we need, but not nothing crazy like I'm not I'm not a software developer gotcha. it's a different uh, area systems administration is more around the um, the maintenance um, the upkeep installation um, and keeping these IT systems running over over time so uh, I think that's like the big delineation from like the software side and the application side as opposed to like infrastructure and systems administration so gotcha gotcha okay and then how long have you been having your business, like the current one that you have? Um, so I have, te technically it's two businesses. I have uh, the digital marketing agency that has been since what, February 2021. So a couple of years. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So that's a digital marketing agency. And then my new coaching program 
Uh, we just launched it in January where we launched the masterclass and uh, uh, recently in the last two months we just launched the, uh, the new academy. Okay, uh, so congratulations. Yeah, thank you, appreciate that. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a journey, man. <laughs> it's been a journey getting everything up, but uh, it's really cool seeing like people come in and, and starting to take more advantage of like the resources, and um, it's really cool working with everybody. So, yeah, that's really awesome, man. I, I that's something that I would like to do down the line. I don't know what the heck that would look like yet, because, and this is just me speaking for myself. Um, maybe you could give me some advice. I don't know. Yeah, um, sure. I seem to be. And I seem to be, I know I am like a, a jack of all trades, master of none, <laughs> you know, where I, I feel like a lot of us entrepreneurs, right? That. You kind of have to be, yeah. you have to know a little bit of a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Um, with that said, I, I think I'm slowly finding my way into like what it is that my thing is that I can say I'm an expert at, or that, you know, I can show that I in fact am an expert in a certain area. Mm -hmm. Um, but I guess, you know, keep, uh, keep trying stuff and, and seeing what, what it is that, that may be for me and then be able to create something like that. Like that's to me, I would love to be able to like show up and, you know, record videos that are going to help people change their lives, yeah. you know, get closer to their career goals or whatever business goals, whatever the case may be. Absolutely. Um, so the fact that you're doing that, man, I, I look up to you for that. Like, man, I appreciate yeah. it. Like, I just feel like that, you know, there's a lot of great people out there that have information and like, you know, I'm not to say I'm, you know, the best, the smartest, but I, I do know that I have something I have a value to give to the world. And like some of the stuff that I'm learning from some of my coaches and mentors is that you become kind of obligated to uh, kind of go back and, and, and give back. To me, I feel obligated to give back to the tech community because like, I was a, before I got into tech, I really didn't have a clear path. Like, what is my passion? What's that thing that I really want to do? Mm -hmm. And uh, I just feel like tech gave me that opportunity and it, it changed my life forever. Um, so like, it's, I'm obligated now at this point now, <laughs> I have to. I feel like everybody in any industry, um, you know, you got to go back and get back to people, um, you know, because ultimately that's, that's, that's how you're going to get more. That's how you're gonna get more. The more you give, the more you get back. Exactly. What What made you make that decision? Like, you know what? I think if, if I put together this program, people are really gonna benefit from it. Where does mm -hmm. that come from? Um, I believe that that came from me really um, like digging deep on. You know, I had my digital marketing agency at first, and like, you know. It's good, it's fine, I, I love it, and I, I love doing the work, but at the same time, um, me really just understanding that I could deliver more value, like having that realization, and I think it was me really going through, you know, working with other mentors and coaches and seeing like, you know, you can really have an impact on someone's life if you can work directly with them. And I think it was really that those experiences of working with different coaches, mentors, entrepreneurs, and really, really realizing like, wow, like you can go back and like help a ton of people. Like you can, you can like actually like, and you can turn it into something that is something that is really impactful. You know, digital marketing is cool. Um, running my agency, that's cool. 
but I just know that I'll be able to have a longer and lasting impact um, in the vehicle of being able to teach people to break into tech. Yeah. Um, that's, 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 that's where it came from. Kind of took so that's kind of conjured up. That's amazing, man. Let's, uh, what do you say we get into the part of the podcast where we get to know the people, you know, behind the business? Yeah. Uh, we really like to get, sometimes we've gotten very deep and very personal, <laughs> not going to lie, so just, you know, brace yourself. I don't know how much you'll, you'll feel comfortable sharing, but yeah. what was little Dexter like? You know, what's your background, your, your upbringing? Yeah, background... Um, I was, uh, I was a, I was a bad kid. You were a bad kid? I was a bad kid. <laughs> uh, I was always getting into something, man. I was, you know, you kind of look like a troublemaker. No, I'm just I, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I was a bad kid, and I used to, I used to run around, and, but I was always curious, though, too. I was very, I was, I think I was, I was always curious. Um, I like to take things apart, mm. um, put things back together. I think that. That's kind of where my uh, interest in like technology started and, and working on computers. Just really, my mom, I remember one time, my mom bought a Dell computer back in like, was it 2001 when AOL was really popping? People started getting, really getting internet in their house. And we had a Dell computer in there and she, we got dial up. And man, I probably took that computer apart maybe at least five times. <laughs> like just took it apart for no reason and then put it back together. Literally for no reason. This was um, you as a kid. This was me probably when I was like, it's probably like eleven, twelve. You were eleven, maybe oh maybe, maybe ten, eleven, twelve ish. Just and then when I was younger, I just used to like to play outside a lot. Bad kid, uh, <laughs> stirring up trouble in the neighborhood, man. You know me. That's were that. you like an instigator or something with the kids or what? More so, I used to just find things to like get myself into. Like I would, I would look for. <laughs> Uh, I would I would hang out with the wrong people. Mm -hmm. I would literally just find bad things, and I would influence other people to do it with me. <laughs> like, man, let's go uh, throw some rocks at this window. Yeah, like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's safe to say that you were kind of like a natural-born leader. You know, maybe I guess maybe yeah, the energy wasn't going the right direction at right. the time, but but there was some energy going. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. Right? So yeah. now I'm trying to see like what you think about how, you know, how your childhood shaped, you know, who you've become now and how maybe even little details like that, that you think that have followed you now into your business and have helped your business. Yeah. What would you say those characteristics are? Um, I would say probably the number one thing is uh, my curiosity. Definitely that, um, that, that trait, um, every industry or every job I've ever had um, I've always been one to be like all right this is the job but like what are they doing over there and like what, what's going on over there and I felt like that has served mm -hmm. me very well um, along the way just like being someone that's curious you can kind of you start seeing the world for a bigger view of the world as opposed to just being like you know focused on only your job your role I think that that served me very well um, I wouldn't have you know, I probably wouldn't have thought to, you know, create a digital marketing agency. Yeah. Um, so you like know, outside of the box, it's, it's outside of the scope of what most tech people are kind of 
that they do. Yeah. Um, they're not into their marketing. Most tech people don't want to be on camera. They don't want to be uh, in the limelight. They don't want to, like, that's not. But for me, I think it was the curiosity of connecting um, some of the technology with marketing. That's what kind of got me curious. And I don't, I think if I didn't have that curiosity uh, trait, then I wouldn't have kind of found out that, you know, I can leverage my skills in tech um, in the digital marketing space. So yeah, little things like that, I would say. That's awesome, dude. I am curious, what, what were you doing before this venture? Before um, uh, my digital marketing agency? Correct. I was working in tech. I was a um, systems administrator um, at an insurance company. And, uh, you know, I worked there. Um, you know, my business started back in 2021 and I was still working there while I was starting up my business and running mm-hmm. it. I was actually, you know, using a lot of, um, you know, resources and, you know, taking the extra time to start up the business and kind of getting it going. Um, so, yeah. Okay. So you've kind of always been in tech then? You, you never worked like at McDonald's or anything like that? Never had a McDonald's job. No. Uh, <laughs> I thought this was like a true origin story. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, uh, that's cool, dude. Ne- I never had a McDonald's job, but, um, <laughs> um, you know, before I was in tech, I was a, uh, I was a, I was a table games dealer. <laughs> What is what is that? So like you know people that oh like in casinos like, yeah. they, they oh, deal cards what? they deal roulette. I pretty much dealt every game except uh, roulette. Huh. I dealt every game that's, except that's roulette. That's different. I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting. Uh, interesting times. Like you know, <laughs> um, being a table games dealer taught me a lot just about like you know really being uh, I guess kind of disciplined um, how you kind of handle yourself and with money and kind of how you just conduct yourself and um you know i think that 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 time you know being a being a table games dealer it's it's stressful it, like i'm gonna be honest it's it's a stressful job how so um i mean you're dealing with a lot of money um <laughs> a lot of like money and it's direct money and it's fast it's mm. fast paced so the level of responsibility is like you gotta be it, on your on it, top of your game right right um but it was it was it was great. I, I loved I loved it, but then, you know, I felt like the casino vibe for me just wasn't it. Like, mm. you know, you got the smoke, um, you know, people are a little uh <laughs> tipsy. People can get a little a little a little crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um but for me, like I just felt that, you know, I was making good money. I felt like that this was that was that was cool, that was that was a thing, but I was like, man, what is my passion? I was like, what is my What's the thing that I want to do long term? Um, this is maybe around twenty, what twenty sixteen, um, going into twenty seventeen. Like I was like, what is what is that thing I really want to do? Like what's something that I can start uh, like investing in and going hard in? And that's kind of when I started really like doing like identity, thinking like, okay, what's my identity? What's my passion? What's this thing? And I realized like, oh wow, I can actually like turn my interest in computers and like technology like people do that for a job like I can actually get paid to do that (laughs) at the time I didn't even think that it existed I had no clue what tech was no clue what IT was um how how old were you during this time of like well what is it that I want to do yeah I think I was what 20 about 23 23 yeah 23 24 
What would you advise? 29 now. You're 29? Yeah. It's been a few years since then. What would you advise to someone who's in that season of their life where they're like trying to figure out what their thing is? Yeah. Yeah. I would say, this is what I always tell people now, like if you're thinking about like a career shift or a transition um, or some big leap is try to leverage skills and knowledge that you already have um, to catapult your way potentially into a new industry or that new venture. Um, because a lot of times we have skills that we don't even know are mm -hmm. actually valuable skills. Yeah. And if we can just like dig deep on that and really think to ourselves like, okay, maybe it was like, for example, maybe you grew up in a family where you had parents that were like mechanics, right? And I think for like somebody like that, you probably have more knowledge about cars than like the average person yeah period <laughs> so it's like even though that you've never done been a mechanic but you just have family members that have always been talking about it or things like that is try to leverage skills um that you might already have and dig deep on it don't just be like oh i don't have any skills because everybody does that yeah oh, i'm not good at anything or, right i hear that a think lot deep you got to go deep in it and you'll 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 find something most deaf that's like, that's some solid advice man yeah. anyone out there listening listen to the wise words of dexter here <laughs> is your revenue stuffed if you're an entrepreneur and your revenue is stuffed you don't need to fix your products or services you need new audiences to discover you more consistently podcast guesting is an ideal way to be discovered 24 hours a day by your ideal client and guess what the more people that know you the more people can flow you. Head over to podcastmasterypack.com and take advantage of your first or next podcast. Let's go. What do you say we get into now the sweet and sour stories? Let's start with the sour. Whether personal or on the business side or whatever it is that you would like to share, what's been one of the hardest things, one of the most sour either moments or seasons that you've had to go through up until now? Yeah. Um, I would say for me, it's, uh, you know, over the last couple of years, I've, um, you know, me and my daughter's mom, we split up. And I think for me, a lot of um, my drive and, 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 and push comes from um, me just wanting to kind of just have that perfect life with my daughter. And I think that for for me, it's always been, it's been challenging um, trying to battle the the you know the limitations of time and your ability to try to do everything and still be a good dad. And um, I think for me, that's that's probably been one of the biggest challenges um, you know in my life. Period. Yeah. Um, and I know that, but I know that like I always tell people like you know when you're on an adventure to do something or you're trying to do something great make sure you have not only just like the goal in place and the thing that you want to achieve but like tie it to a purpose and a reason um and so for me i i tie everything back to my daughter like it's it's like my success is just means everything to her and that's all that yeah that's all that kind of matters to me at the end of the day and that's why i do what i do every day you know absolutely so. Yeah, I mean, that's how like, I answered the question. <laughs> I'd, I'd say so. You know, 
it's a I'd say it's a pretty common thing nowadays, you know, where that situation happens. Um, yeah, I could only imagine it, it being very challenging, you know. Growing up, I had friends that only had either or of, you know, the parents at home. And sometimes they would confide in me, like, it's just, it's a different life. Like, you, they would tell me, like, you just don't understand what it's like. I'm like, I really don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but... Uh, you find a way to to push through and kind of circumnavigate that that situation. Absolutely. And like you said, you know, you find your purpose with your daughter. And I think that's what a lot of parents tell me, that the only reason why they haven't given up on XYZ is because of their kids. It, yeah. They're their biggest motivators. Yep. Yep. And like, man, so many, like, you 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 have to you i feel like anybody that is like doesn't take care of their kids like abandoning their kids like that's just not it's just not cool man <laughs> you can't do that it's not cool that shit ain't cool bro <laughs> like just on the real and it's yeah. it's i couldn't even imagine how like you know someone would do that um and in the same right it's like Like, if that's the thing that does motivate you, like, let it, you know? Like, don't, don't hide from that. Like, because I think sometimes people will not, like, actually, they don't want to step to the plate. It's that simple. Yeah. Like, do you think that, you know, since we're already in a conversation, for those parents that do, unfortunately, kind of abandon or maybe not even abandoned necessarily but yeah even emotionally abandoned sometimes you know they might be present but they're not really there good point yep would you say them doing that comes from a place of maybe selfishness you know what do you think it is i think now that i'm older um i think i i think uh it comes more from just a repetitive cycle of, mm. uh, you know, kind of bad, just bad programming, like bad, um, you know, upbringing. And ultimately, I feel like that ends up kind of getting carried over to the next generation and like people become more okay with um, like, you know, being okay with like split households. So they're more um, susceptible to kind of uh, not, not exactly trying to try to make things work. Mm. Just, I think, I think a lot of the times that's what ends up happening, um, and that's just what I see like in the in in the sphere of the world. It's just like, I think that's 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 mostly what it is. I don't think actually people consciously, um, like want to do it a lot of the times. Yeah, I think it's more so just out of that that habit. But but really, at the end of the day, it comes back to like. That shit ain't cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, just being You can't do that to your kids, right? Like, like, whatever is going on with the adults, like, that's one thing. But, yeah, I would agree with that. Like, you, you got to you gotta continue to give, give, giving your kids the absolute best possible scenario. Exactly. So that they could turn out to be at least okay, you know? Yeah. It might not, you know, 
That's then, very well yeah, said. Right? It's giving them that environment that, that, that nurtures the best possible outcome exactly. um, for them. And yeah, I agree. All right. Um, now let's set the, you know, the coin here and go into the sweet story. Since you started your businesses, what has been one of those like, ooh, I'm on top of the world right now moments or yeah, that, you know, oh man, the fact that such just happened, like, you know, just fills my heart or yeah. what has, it, what has that been for you? Um, I think the, the biggest, those, those feelings for me, I feel like it comes from client, like testimonials, hearing like the stories and hearing how like what you do actually affects people when you hear that stuff i feel like that is like the it's like the holy grail mm. <laughs> of being an entrepreneur and like a business owner at least my opinion um and um that's what we should all strive for is just really that uh, customer satisfaction um and then hearing those things so for me um is there any specific yeah situation yeah. that comes up to mind yeah, I think the, the first one that comes to mind was my first SEO client and just hearing um, some of the stories back from their business, like hearing them be like, oh, hey, we're buying new trucks. Um, you know, we're getting more business in. We got to we have to make hires now. And you hear this stuff and you're just like, wow, like it makes you makes you full inside. It makes you makes you know that you're, you know, you're, you're doing the stuff that you need to be doing. So. I think that that one for me, um, hearing a story like that, also hearing, um, you know, business, a brand new business that launches and they're telling you like, hey, we've never been like, we have a couple customers, but we can't really like, we're not, we're not getting a lot of people hitting us up and then, you know, walking into their business and setting up a site for them. And then they go through that experience of finally having an online experience or online ecosystem and yeah. now they're starting to get leads and then they're like wow this is this is awesome like i think hearing those stories for me are the that's 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 the holy grail for me i mean i'm sure it, it's always hard to describe feelings right but if you had to kind of choose a few words to at least give the essence of what you feel in those moments um joy <laughs> joy um uh you know satisfaction i would say you know it, it motivates me to want to do more because i'm all like all right like i already know now that i've solved one of your kind of problems yeah. <laughs> there's gonna be another one <laughs> and how do we solve that next one right uh a lot of times in business i think that's that's something that we uh don't always kind of consider is like you know if you solve one problem there's gonna be another one there's, there's always be, another fire there's gonna be another one that you gotta solve and so i think that it just motivates me when i hear the good news though because i'm like okay I know, I know we're going in the right direction now. What do we have to execute on next so that we can, you know, get you to the next yeah. ultimately? Because, um, yeah. Well, that's great, man. I'm really, really happy that, you know, you've been able to put this together. Sounds like it's going very well. Appreciate um, it, man. And I also appreciate the fact that, you know, you mentioned what makes you happy is getting that positive feedback from your clients. 
Yeah. Because I think a lot of people out there with it who haven't really started their own business or are working, uh, you could say a, a common job. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Um, I think that most people, th- kind of looking from the outside in, they would expect you to say like, oh, well, you know, I make such amount of money and, you know, and yeah. such and such is taken care of. But no. Yeah. that's it's not all about that it's not all about that it's, it's not all about that like you know it's i think you know we all kind of get into business with that thought in our mind of like you know i'm gonna make a i want to make some money right <laughs> i'm yeah. straight i'm gonna make some money but you'll quickly realize that um you know you'll, you'll quickly realize that you you have to know how to deliver value at a, at a high level. And it's going to be that value exchange that is really going to make you happy ultimately when that exchange happens and then you get that feedback loop. Um, it's not, the money's nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. We, nice. we need money, of course. <laughs> but, but you got to tie it. If you're, if you're, if you're going deep, you, you got to tie it to another purpose. Um, yeah. Otherwise, uh, you're gonna give up if it's if it's just for the money. Um, so, yeah. All right, that's some good insight. Yeah. Good insight right there. We'd like to end this show on a high note, a musical high note. Hey. So the second to last question that I have for you is, you know, with how things are going right now in your life in your business. If you had to choose your current life soundtrack, what song would that be? Oh man, current life soundtrack. Oh man. Ah, uh, that's a toughie, huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I'm. I'm visualizing a song right now. I just don't know the name of it. Um, How does it go? What does it say? It is a. I, to be honest, I don't know the artist because I just recently heard it, and oh. it's a song that is on. Um, for you guys that are uh, familiar with Russell Brunson and um, oh, nice and uh, f- yeah, f- you know his 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 community funnel hackers. Uh, there's a video at the beginning of one of his uh, funnel hacker live, um, and the song is dang. What is the name of the song? I feel like I just want to sing it. Do, do um, yeah, please by all means. What is it? Is it, it goes like. Uh, Ah oh, man, I'm I'm gonna butcher it if I sing it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I do it, I'm gonna butcher I'm it. I'm sure and Russell then... will understand. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's he's like the song is all like I will hold. I'm not afraid. You will not live this way. I think it's called "Stand by You." I think that's what okay. I think that's what it's called. Nice. Um, I don't know. Just something about that song like motivates the hell out of me when I. Is it hear like it. hype? Not really. It's no. more, it's more <laughs> of like it's more of like a like a like a spiritual uplifting. uplift you, mm. uh, get you into that kind of mood. Maybe gotcha. we can like throw a little uh, clip, yeah, of a little it, clip of it, it, it in here. I think that'll be that'll be kind of cool. Uh, but I don't know. I listen to that song like when I'm about to, you know, start a new project, start a new website build, or like nice. you know. Maybe I'm going to get on some important me. I'll listen to that. Yeah. Just to hype me up before. <laughs> okay. We're going to definitely check it out and see how we could go about, you know, plugging a little piece of it in. Yeah. Um, okay. That That's cool, dude. I'm going to check that out. 
Last final question here. Where can people follow your journey as yeah. you continue on to the next thing? Yeah, yeah. If you guys want to follow me, um, dblanco underscore 12, pretty much on everything on Instagram, um, you know, YouTube. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to learn more about how um, I help people break into information technology, um, actually want to kind of do something special, um, that's okay for the, for the Absolutely, pod. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I want to give you guys a, uh, I want to give you guys a free guide. Um, and it's going to be, essentially it's going to be a five, it's just a quick guide that will show you five steps, um, five quick things that you can immediately do to start gaining experience to break into the industry. Because a lot of times people will ask me like, you know, what can I do like right now? Where do I start? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what can I actually, what can I do today? Um, so, you know, if you DM me the word experience, I'll shoot you over that guide and, uh, you know, it's something that you could take advantage of right away. Tell you what, I'll do you one better. Yeah. We'll go ahead, send me the link, and we'll plug it into the description of this podcast. Okay. That way people could just click it straight away. How awesome. That awesome. That sounds great. Appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. Just for you guys. Let's do it. All right. Well, that's it, man. That's the end of uh, the show today. Thank I you for really, having me, Levi. I appreciate bro. it. This is, this is awesome. Like, thanks for inviting me into this place. Like, it's walking in. It was an experience and just meeting <laughs> you. Like, like, appreciate it. This is dope. I appreciate that, man. I, I really, again, I can't thank you enough for making that drive because I've made that drive to San Diego for yeah. podcasts and it can be a little draining. So, <laughs> yeah, the fact that, you know, you were a trooper and like you came straight here and you just oh, knocked yeah, it out, to. bro. Like, I... I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Come on, man. Raspberry lemonade. <laughs> thank you so much, man. Yeah. Everyone else tuning in, thank you so much for you know, tuning in, tapping in. If you got any value from Dexter today, please, please subscribe to the show and uh, make sure to also continue to follow his journey. Thank you so much. That's all. We'll see you on the next one. That's dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> Raspberry lemonade. Studio Productions. Hope you've enjoyed the program.